Crowds run around you in terror. Families, couples, and solo thrill-seekers racing from the shifting, translucent shape of the pearlescent vortisaur in the sky. You'll feel the ground beneath your feet once more, just in time to sense the flapping of terrifying, invisible wings above. What are what are y'all going to do so you're not food? I'm going to take my bat out. I'm going to take my sword out. Ooh, yes! I uh, have I have nothing to take out, um, so I am going to be trying to like back away and let the people with the weapons do the thing. Um, but I also want to check uh, since I have some familiarity with this creature. What do I what do I know about it that could be helpful to share with the class? Ooh, good notes. Um, Ooh. Could you give me an awareness and knowledge roll? Alright. One of my rolls was a six, so it's a total of eleven plus six so a seventeen. Hey, okay. So lots. Alright. Um So you know that these are like natives to the vortex. It's very weird for the Vortosaurus to get out. Uh, but when they do, they are generally voraciously hungry for time energy. Um they will uh specifically seek out Artron energy and try and drain it. Um the way they do that is through biting. Um there is with the with the plus six i will tell you you realize that the attendant was probably only killed because he was in proximity to you three because you are like the three of you are like like artron capri sons for this guy like it's you hate this kind of the dream you don't like it but uh luckily you all do have like british gladiators branded armor on now which is (laughs) a very yeah. funny image that I just, just pop back in my head. So yeah, you've got like a sword, a bat and like crazy headgear and, a, and like a chest plate on. I'm kind of imagining Amy Pond in the girl who waited when she has like this armor she's made out of the robots. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Perfect. That yeah. Perfect. So I'm going to, I'm going to share that. I'm going to call out to them. Like this shouldn't be here. This there's, I don't know why it's here, but it's, it's going to be after us. Well, like any good beast, we gotta knock it out, wrangle it up, and then just haul it back home. There might be something if, because it's here because it needs time. It feeds, it, it's feeding on our time, and we have a lot of that energy. Um, if there's something that we have that can maybe distract it and put it away, because it's not, these usually don't, uh, they're not, they're known for doing their own things. Um, and not necessarily going out and seeking out people, but they are going to seek out time. And we are kind of a great big source of that. We're like time grapes. Almost almost Ooh. on cue from the Corsair saying time grapes. The Vortisaur uh, materializes and lands and sort of has a big sniff in the air and turns towards the three of you and lets out sort of a terrifying pterodactyl shriek. And starts stepping towards you on its deadly talons. All right, Julie, we gotta take a two-handed approach. I'll go towards the left, you go towards the right. You go for the soft, squishy parts, and we're gonna go for the nose. Sounds good to me. All right. I like a good strategy. All right. What is it with you, by the way, Carrie, when every time I'm around you, we're being hunted by a thing that seeks out us specifically, like a target? It, Hmm. you know, there is not a good explanation for that. Maybe they just really don't like us for being who we want to be and choosing chaos and each other and violence and no i think it's I the time smell... thing as susan said um and then I, what do we I do very specific about this <laughs> i think it's the time uh, travel so 
Uh, let's do coordination and conflict. Oh, amazing. Ooh, I rolled a, okay, so my coordination was three, my conflict was three, so I rolled six. I rolled, I rolled a 16. Oh, wait, yes. I, I, had a, I had a 10 on the dice, and I had a six originally, and I also rolled a six. I am at 16 too, but that's because I had a base of 10 and I rolled two threes. Okay, so. All right, the two of you. Oh, and I have a specialization uh, in sword, just in case it matters. Yes, that's a good point. But yes, and I updated your sheet so it says laser sword. Yeah, it does. So the two of you swing into action. Uh, Susan, you witness some very cool, like. You were in 60s London, so you've never seen action this cool in your life. Uh, like Carrie does like a forward flip and it's really sick. And then the Corsair like leaps off Carrie and does like a cool sword trick uh, and then like slashes the beak of the Vortisaur. And it, it goes like ah! and stomps backwards with a very wounded beak. Uh, and looks at you all like a little bit scared. You want time? Yeah. I'll show you time. Susan's Ooh. starting to understand that whole liking women thing. I, I look at Carrie, I'm like, see, it was like a showtime pun. Like, showtime, huh? I support you in your hu humor and your other endeavors. Thank you. It's beautiful. You do like a fist bump. Uh, and then yeah, like, we do. Because the, cause of the bracelets, there's like a, a like a little light show that goes off nice. uh, from the the fist bump. It's very cool. I'm getting like very big uh, team rocket vibes off of this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, perfect. Yes, there's yeah. Actually, the um the park is partially sponsored by Team Rocket. I didn't uh, bring it up earlier, but the, the yeah they really put the rocket in. Well, anyway, um, see so the Vortosaur sort of uh, turns back and uh sort of rears up at the three of you. Uh, do you want to continue engaging it? Because it is, I I want to ask a dead. little bit more about our uh, gladiator environment slash possible use story points in order to influence this gladiator environment. Of um, oh, is please. there anything uh, in that environment that could maybe like Susan's kind of looking because she's not she's not a fighty person, but she is mm. a uh, maybe use the environment to trap a thing. Um, so she's going to look for a way to kind of like trap this. I'm imagining some corner of like maybe there is an obstacle that involves like getting getting stuck that she can kind of like pull and push. Funny enough, and I'm just going to give this to you because uh, that's very clever and it's British gladiators. You look around and there's a great big cage match cage. Like it's just there and it's very padded uh, and strangely comfortable looking and it has a door um Unfortunately, I think the door is just like person sized. But if you were to give me a story point, it could be Vortisaur sized. <laughs> well, yeah, it's a very. Uh, uh, Adrenaline Park is uh, known for body diversity and species diversity. So, why, like, that's really something that they should have done anyway, is to carve out something big enough. Yeah. They have parking lots that morph to whatever ship you're bringing. There's no way the doors don't also morph. You're right. I'm. You know what? I, that's my mistake. Uh, Susan, you look slightly to the right, and there's just sort of a bigger gate there for like larger things, like a Vortisaur, for example. I'm taking that story point, by the way. So uh, I think we got two fighters and a doer. Wait, we didn't. I didn't. Um, I didn't declare it all yet. 
Oh, she was the first to, one to oh, declare. I, <laughs> sorry, I assumed that's I made a butt of me. Um, please, what's uh, what will uh, the Corsair do? Um, okay, I don't want to make you relist all the things that you described earlier in the last episode that were attractions at the park, but you I did have. seem to imply that many of the attractions were like pulled from history and times and places and stuff like that. So I'm wondering if there is any sort of device that would have, and I'm happy to spend story points for this, a device that has some sort of quantum or or Artron like vibe to it that like allows that kind of temporal parking spaces and temporal like like park attractions things like that uh can you give me an awareness and technology yes Ooh. so uh my base for that is six and then i rolled nine plus i rolled 15 with a six you uh corsair you have a similar sort of flash of memory it's I don't know what it is. It must be something in the air. Uh, it's the nacho <laughs> cheese dust. It's activating your memory centers. That must be it. Anyway. Um, Amazing. And you remember going to like a zoo on Gallifrey. It's a very early memory of yours. And you're with the Corsair One. And that Corsair uh, shows you to all these incredible, impossible beasts, the massive shimmering tardigrades and giant incredible time elephants i don't know uh and then they show you to the vortisaur uh, enclosure and you remember in that enclosure the same sort of bluegrass that you saw in temporal parking so something has happened Ooh. the thing that connects is that temporal parking's adaptive structure is unique, but something there happened that must have allowed this creature through. Okay. Cool. Uh, yeah. What I what I was actually looking more for, and that's great information, but just to make it clear what I was trying to do, and maybe didn't explain it properly, is I was looking for like a well of temporal like energy that i could like feed this thing as like a way of like giving it a beacon or something to draw it to that's not the three of us um oh yeah of course oh, sorry i forgot to mention uh the other thing in temporal parking is that there are two tardises there that are absolutely chock-a-block with time energy yeah i'm aware <laughs> of that i just i didn't want to like f volunteer susan's tardis or my tardis to be fed to these creatures so <laughs> you might not need yeah. to feed okay okay fair enough them. sorry I'm being, I, yeah, I'm being a pain. I'm sorry. But we're reaching the limits of your sex. Fair. <laughs> I did offer to spend uh, story points. I just want to put that out there, but yeah. Okay. <laughs> if you want to um, spend story points, I can just keep telling you no. more deal stuff. No, it's all more good. vibes. No. Now I'm just imagining uh, myself at the zoo, holding hands with my mother at this point in time, who's played by Jillian Anderson, wearing an FBI outfit. Anyway, uh, uh, continue. Woo! Ah, that was incredible. Yes. Okay. Because yeah, she just got out from Earth where she was pretending to be an FBI agent for like a really long time. And, for more on that, uh, check out our uh, backer-requested character sheets on our Patreon. <laughs> uh, just mm -mm. do that for no reason. Anywho. Um, oh, I do cool. want to clarify so, my, my, my doing, what exactly I'm doing, because I know that uh, I'm mostly just like, okay, there is, a, there is a thing, there is a goal. I don't entirely know what I'm... If we both know what I'm doing with that goal. For the turn <laughs> we just had... I'm going to say the do was like you 
discovering slash influencing the creation of that okay. big cage. Um, and I'll come back around once uh, Joe and Carrie have a go as okay, well. Okay, cool. Since we've sort of done things as we've been declaring, I'm just going to keep going in like an order. So, that makes um, sense. Joe, is there anything Carrie wants to do? Uh, uh, I guess I'm. Uh, Carrie's going to look around to see what she can grab that can help them haul it to this Ooh. this like cage location because I'm guessing it's kind of knocked out ish or at least like more amenable um and yanking it is definitely not going to get us anywhere it's weirded out by all now it's like not <laughs> it's not completely it's lost a little bit of confidence you know um can you give me an awareness and conflict yeah Ooh, yes i rolled an 11 with a six uh and then we have another six as the base so that is a 17 <laughs> awesome so you're still in like the the british gladiators themed locker room zone mm -hmm. and you turn back and you see in one of the like there's various lockers and one's like helmets of various sizes body armor of various sizes huge nets uh big uh spear things that are safe um you know smaller nets um it's, you know, all kinds of cool gladiatorial stuff you know so i think i think one of those probably stands out to you the most yeah you know that that large net sounded pretty pretty solid i don't know it was really it was a toss-up between that and the helmets of different sizes but you know i'm gonna go with large i was gonna say helmets of various okay big nets okay um cool so i'll say included it with the the six and the do is like you get your hands on one of these big old nets and um mandy would it be presumptuous to say that you'd like to guide the vortisaur towards the cage or yeah that's that's kind of my thing of like gesturing to that slash uh if like assisting carrie in getting the net onto uh, the vortisaur and getting it to where it should go <laughs> all right well i rolled a six and a one as the vortisaur so it is <laughs> neutral um so uh i'll just continue the order we've been going uh mandy uh could you give me coordination and convince to you know usher along this okay. deadly creature i did also get a six and a one um and Ooh. my total is a 10 Ooh. okay um <laughs> Oh no. Oh, I'm going to say uh, Corsair and Carrie, you watch as Susan rather skillfully guides the Vortisaur towards the birdcage. Uh, well, just the makeshift birdcage, right? It's just a big cage match, kind of foam clad cage, obviously. Anywho, um, and she's doing amazingly. The Vortisaur is convinced. It's almost like she's done this before, which doesn't really make any sense. But she's sort of like waving her arms in a very like fluid motion and like convincing the vortisaur towards her but she does not notice that there is a small rock behind her and she trips <laughs> and twists her ankle oh a small um, rock hurts you <laughs> i'm sorry uh susan's one weakness she lets out ankles. that pain shriek <laughs> for some reason she yells grandfather and it makes no sense whatsoever in this <laughs> 
Yes. Grandfather. Her ankle is on its 11th regeneration at this point. Uh, it, it turns anywho, out that if you uh, if you heal it uh, during uh, caveman times, it doesn't heal well. No. It's, it's strange. That ankle's praying for... And Time Lords amazing. don't really have a lot of, like, medical advancements because they're just like, just regenerate. Yeah. Just... Uh, they don't even have the, like, boots. You gotta go to Earth for the boots. And those aren't invented till like, the 90s. So, yeah, it's not like... Anyway. So, the Corsair... <laughs> You see this all occur. Uh, is there something? Uh, how would you like to? Yeah, I got it. I got an assist. idea. So I think that you mentioned there was like some sort of like suborbital bungee jumping or something like that. There was like some like massive mm-hmm. bungee jump. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to book it for that bungee jump. And I'm going to find a way. My, my plan is in in detail is to get the cable from the bungee jump hook it up to this cage that they're trapping the Vortisaur in so that I can like swing it wrecking ball style towards where the TARDISes are. Nice. So like while okay. they're, while they're getting this thing into a cage, I'm like finding a way to maneuver the cage in a way that's very sexy and swashbuckly. Oh, I love that. So I'll say the biggest thing you need to do right now is avoid the, the Vortisaur's gaze, right? So could you give me awareness? Oh, no. Give me uh, give me coordination and subterfuge. Okay. Okay. So this is like the day for this. I rolled. I had a seven on the base. I just rolled another seven, which was another 14. However, this time around for the 14, I have a six and a one. Oh, no. Ooh, okay. As you're about to, you keep an eye on the Vortisaur, you're about to run. It turns towards you. And has a sort of like sniff, but it's at that moment that Susan trips. So it turns back and just completely loses focus on you. That's like this, the one versus the six, like cataracting to the right. So you are able to get out of the way of, of you're out of the ride. You're through the exit. You're already on the way to the most and like the famed ride of adrenaline park. It's suborbital skydive. Yeah. Uh, Carrie, Wait, so it's a skydive. Uh, it's not, it's not, not a bungee jump type thing. It has like a, a cable of some sort. You know, that was pretty not, integral to the plan that I described. So that you're right. Um, you are running towards a suborbital skydive, and you real you you're like, uh, right. I have to run there to just like take a left at the one intersection to get to the binary bungee jump, <laughs> which is of course the ultimate couple's activity. That's what I was talking about. The binary bungee jump, of, of course. So I don't know. I, I know some pretty towards... cool non-binary couples, but I mean, what you, you make do. Oh no, it's not. A, it's not a judgment. Actually, they, uh, again, Adrenaline Park totally opened all kinds of situations. They, it's, it's become more of like a bisexual bungee jump. You can just, <laughs> whatever. No, They've got all kinds of settings. It's, you know, if you want to do like a polycule jump, the, you know, live your life. It's everybody can jump. Or I like making you scramble. Behind I like, like making. Yeah, yeah, I like yeah, making yeah. a pun that makes the, you then the scramble. Real, the real binary is just jump and not jump. Yeah, you either are or are not jumping. <laughs> yeah, other right. or you know you could go to Schrodinger's bungee jump where you also are jumping or not jumping at any given time. <laughs> they just put you in a box so, and you're not sure if the box is falling or not. Yeah, like is it falling or is they just are they just shaking the box and putting a jet outside of it? <laughs> That's there's a cat. Yeah. It's really there's a off. cat. Yeah, <laughs> it's a really angry cat. The attendant just is a cat in the t-shirt. Yeah, and the cat's like, "Are you sure? You you sure? Are you sure though? 
All right. Yeah. Anyway, um, so yeah, you're on the way to the completely respectful uh, non-denominational bungee jump. Um, Carrie, is there something? Uh, what What are you up to? You see Susan fall. You've got a great big net. What are you going to do? Uh, hmm. There's a lot that could happen right now. I know. <laughs> I think I'm going to try to hold on to the grip that I have of this net with this giant dinosaur in it, despite everybody bumbling a little bit. All right. Are you going to throw the net? Mm-hmm. Oh, I haven't All thrown right. it yet? Then yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I thought oh, I yeah, already you gotta... it. Please help! It. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm going to throw it. Yeah, I'm kind of lying prone. <laughs> you know, I'm just making sure. Also, yeah, for the record, know. I didn't bumble. I was really smooth, and I ran off. It was <laughs> Pretty smooth. You did run away, though. Um, I have a plan. I have a plan. I know. I'm a coward. From the perspective, <laughs> uh, okay, I trust Michael, my partner uh, to handle herself. Know? Well, you didn't trust me with my plan. Well, I I'm just adding got, to your I'm plan. Sorry, <laughs> I got two ones on the presence and and, <laughs> and conflict roll. That's on me. That's why that all just happened. I apologize. Um, <laughs> so yeah, uh, uh, could you give me a coordination and conflict roll, uh, okay. Joe? Uh, no, I rolled it. It was me. My turn to roll a six and a one. Um, but Ooh. we are at uh, uh, eight plus seven is 15. 15, but with a six and a one. 15 with a six and a one. Okay. So you throw the net at the Vortisaur mm-hmm. and it, it sort of catches it. It's just as you toss it that you realize that the net is, while it says like large net, it's like large for a person, right? So it's like, it's like, it's a large, you know, but the Vortisaur is like a double XL. So it just sort of gets like the top of the Vort, like it gets like its head and neck and just, so it's like kind of really annoyed mostly, but its wings are still sort of out and free and it's, uh, it's like waving around. So you've sort of partially caught it. Um, could you give me an awareness and survival role, Joe? That's the one is coming. Sorry. Ooh, three plus seven is ten. Is <laughs> not, but no one. You, you the the vortisaur swipes wide. Okay. Right, and so its talons are able to 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 get you right. Does they the vortisaur have the sharp right. talons? <laughs> it's got razor. It's got razor sharp talons. Man. Uh the razor sharp talons, friend. Anyway, um Not that I was doing that's fine. So the razor sharp talons, uh uh they get but luckily because of the armor, they right. don't reach you, but you look down and you see like th- like three or four super yeah, cool scratches, like like straight lines with like kind of padding coming out of them. Uh and they look it looks sick. Like when the Corsair gets back, she's gonna be impressed, you know? Um uh, but you're okay. Um, all right, so Susan, I feel like you should probably try to get running, right? <laughs> try to I get, mean, try to get moving. I mean, that's awesome. So I want to, I uh, want to check on this because the I had tripped in front of the Vortisaur, but now it has attacked Carrie. So is it mm-hmm. still like, is it? like 
looking it's at attention's me. off you okay it's attention it's is attention's off back me. on it's still it's doing the follow-through of the swipe okay uh, yeah and what is because uh susan isn't exactly known for carrying a lot of things and unfortunately all of those all of the fun uh time lordy uh stuff hadn't been invented in her time yet so it's not like she has it. a lot uh what does she have on her, if anything? I know I previously mentioned that she had money. Um. Money's fine. Um, you know, the cool thing about Susan is... Everything. Um, uh, okay, well, there's that, obviously. Um, but also, sort of in the way we've set everything up here, is that you have a TARDIS that we have not yet seen the inside of yet. Um and you've been on sort of a nebulous amount of adventures. So, uh, and also like gadgets are relatively cheap in the game. So if you want to give me like two or three of those story points, of which I know you have quite a <laughs> yeah. few, because you don't have a lot of Time Lord skills or like gadgets or stuff. Um, if you want to give me like three of those, you could just have a sonic screwdriver or if you have something else in mind i like mean mostly what i had I in know. mind is i want something that is kind of bait of you're Ooh. looking for time focus i want to give i want to give the vortisor a time scooby snack oh <laughs> i want i want to give it a treat hmm. taking one out of carrie's books okay if you give me three could you give me three story points? I can give you right? three. I can give you three story points. Perfect. All right. I'm going to just glide this into um, storytelling here. Yeah. So you reach into your pocket, uh, which funny enough, uh, much like the other uh, uh, two, two leads of the story, your pockets are also very resourceful. They're possibly infinite. And you reach in and you pull out uh, a crystal from the TARDIS, sort of a green glowing crystal. And these sort of our little reserves of spare Artron energy. It probably just slipped into your pocket while you were doing basic maintenance on the console or something, you know, head cannony. Don't worry about it. Um, and uh, so, yeah, you find this crystal effortlessly in your pocket. Uh, could you give me Can I make a, a coordination? Pitch? Yeah, please. It's a fluid link. <laughs> it's not a crystal. It's a fluid link from a TARDIS. <laughs> oh, my God. Even better. Yeah. It's like a tiny little cylinder filled with mercury that is strangely important to the TARDIS because one of the writers was an alchemist. Anyway, um, could you give me a coordination and athletics role? Okay. That's true, by the way. Is this for like tossing it? Because I don't want I don't want to toss it because mm. I want it I want oh, it to go. Never mind. Um, I mean, actually, this might actually change. It might be a tossing, but I want it because I still want it to go into the cage. So it might be tossing was... it into the cage. That's okay. what I was. I just wanted to make sure that wasn't like throwing it at the thing because no. it's like, oh, no, good. here, good job attacking uh, Carrie. <laughs> you good. get a treat. I, I'm, I, <laughs> I'm glad I am picking up what you're putting down and not that other thing. Good. Okay. Yes, I assumed you were going to throw it into the cage. So okay, you said right, um, athletics cage. and coordination. Yes, please. Okay. If you want to throw it at Carrie, that's fine too. I'm not going to tell. You know. <laughs> I'm not. Okay, so the, that is a G 10. Moral. Um, okay. Ooh. Um, nothing. No magic numbers. Uh, that's a, that's a, no magic numbers. A, th a three and a four uh, and then a three base. With a 10, you throw it and it's, it's, it's short. It's short, but there are these 
these points you could give me to move it further <laughs> into the cage. Like how many? How and many I didn't, of those points? Um, I think like one to get it in like the the lip of the door, and then like two to get it like further into the cage. Though you know I, mean? I will say, um, how much of this throw? Because if it's in the direction of it, that's at least something. Because that is getting it back toward being toward the cage like did it is is the current version of it is the vortisaur aware of what's going on at all no okay it's gonna land softly in some grass <laughs> with a tan but the inside of the cage has like a hard floor which would probably make some noise okay you know? i'll get i'll give some story points to get it in um how many <laughs> Um, I'll do, I'll do the, I'm only, I'm a special guest. I don't think that I'll, I need to save these for a ne- next adventure. I can be. They restore anyway. They restore anyway. They restore per adventure. Oh, they do? So what? This is the time. So yes. y'all ain't just using God mode all the time? Yeah. No, yeah. I don't know why Carrie isn't just like, oh, I have a machine gun for five points. Don't do that. Um. Jody I can reject that. it. That's why, because yeah. I can say no. I've actually, yeah, I will I am, say, I am no. actually our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, and so you can, I, I do what I want. Just gonna step in as a jam here. No, <laughs> oh, but just, just give me, give me, give me two of those bad boys. Okay. I'm glad I All opened right. this up in like MS Paint so I could just keep a tally of them dropping. Me too. I have not been keeping track, so you could just lie to me. Wait, don't tell her that. Anyway, <laughs> but yeah, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna toss it and probably also shout, um, as I do it. I don't know if the, the doing also involves talking or if that's two different things. No, I'll include it with the story point expenditure. You give like a very cool heroic like yeah, but like in slow motions, so it's like yeah, <laughs> and then you throw the fluid link. And it sort of, um, it, it, it comes to rest inside the cage and it does like a very cool, like epic slow motion, like clattering on the floor in a very loud and, uh, uh, cinematic, uh, way for a podcast. Uh, and the Vortisaur turns and immediately notices the fluid link and starts moving towards the cage. Um, meanwhile, at the uh, non-denominational holiday bungee jump. Um, The Corsair has just arrived uh, and waiting there is a a third attendant. Um, This is Troy. And uh, Troy is a Silurian, but not like modern Silurian, like classic Silurian. Nice. So like big, fishy head, three eyes. (laughs) It's a classic Silorian, but also still in the yellow t-shirt and like uniform nice uh so yeah this is troy hello there troy i i'm sorry to bother you while you're working but i do need this cable to uh to help prevent the uh massive death of lots of people so if you could just like let me go ahead and snag that that would be delightful that sounds fine uh let me disable the security locks and um uh troy walks away and says so many words with s's in them that you that that michael was not expecting to have (laughs) to do so uh he just flips a big switch on the wall 
and the um the cables come loose because oh, no. i not very reassuring idea. for the safety of this <laughs> interaction that it's just one fail safe safety switch but yeah uh so i think my plan here is being being a queer lady of means i feel like i definitely have some sort of ring of keys on my profession that has a, a very durable carabiner clip so my yeah. my goal is to Basically, I'm going to I'm going to swashbuckle my way by swinging on this bungee cord to where uh, Susan has led this Vortisaur into the cage. And then my idea is to hook the cage with this carabiner clip and I will pay a however many story points that needs to be that I have that clip so that that works. OK, I am going to give you the clip, nice. but for two story points, you look up and there's a zip line that goes right from this attraction sort of across the park and the way the angle of it is set again for two story points it's perfectly angled so you could just zip down that thing detach and then swing down using your carabiner clip and the bungee in oh you what i'm gonna go ahead and describe as like the move of the day you know, like a real, a real day winner. I'm, you know, I'm like Tim Robinson. I am here only for those zip lines. So I am going to do, Amazing. yes, I will give you those two points. Absolutely. And I'm going to give you a, th a, a third point so that when I come down on the bungee jump to make the carabiner hook, I, I'm able to get just one extra second to look at Carrie and give her like a cool, sexy wink. And then like, all right. Yeah. All right. And I, 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 I like, I like flip we... off of the cage and like land back down in like a cool like like pirouette kind of thing and and as susan did her dramatic yell you can have your dramatic yell of lesbian coding <laughs> that is all gonna happen and we will get back to it uh in just a little bit so where we leave the corsair is you get one of the bungees and you like swing it around and clip it to your belt on the carabiner very epically like it's like a michael bay shot of like the rope like like moving in the air like kind of like wow like the rope makes a noise and you're like what what why is it anyway you're climbing up like the coolest sickest ladder that is ever you know whatever your ideal version of a super cool ladder is it's it's that one uh and it's the same it's kind an of elevator my ideal like version of a good ladder is an elevator <laughs> oh I so mean... you, you get on the the um you grab one of the ladder uh, rungs and then you like bop the side of it like Fonzie. And because it's the future, the ladder just starts moving you up. I love it. Like uh, it's a it's love an it. Ella ladder. Elevator. I love it. Don't love worry it. about it. Um, a ladder Vader. Ladder Vader. Um, so, yeah, it. you're moving up very you coolly on the ladder Vader. The your your super cool cardigan kind of catching the wind in a very <gasps> epic cape like way. Heck yeah, it is. Just, just try to help. I you love know, it. I love it very much. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Carrie, uh, you uh, have a super cool scratch on your armor. Uh, you've lost your large net, which unfortunately was not an extra, extra large net. Sorry. Uh, but the Vortisaur is moving towards the cage uh, and has as, as already like moved past Susan. So she's safe. All you have to do is get that turkey in the oven that's not good anyway you know what i mean yeah no i'm, go uh, what, I'm going for the close i'm going for the gate closure whatever that means for this this uh, okay. cage type whether it's the top down or two doors or we didn't really establish it 
Uh, it'll be whatever the theater of the mind. Anyway. Um, you know what? The, you the top me- down. That's like an animal one. That's that's usually with wild animals. It's it's the gate that drops down. Well, keep um, in mind, yes. this is a gate. This is a gate that's designed for large sentient creatures who are using this attraction. This is not designed for animals. Right. But it's, you know, it's I'm funny. You're both right. Time. Okay. Yeah. Do what you want to do. I'm just saying like sliding. <laughs> Well, no, I'm, uh, what's funny, I'm just saying you're both absolutely correct. What it is, is a giant like bodega gate from the front of a bodega when it was nice. kind of sliding up and down. Is there, yeah. is there a big cat? It's one of those. Is there, if there's a big bodega, there is there a big be. cat? Um, Carrie, you, uh, you're looking, uh, you, you see the, the, the cage, mm-hmm. sort of the, the bigger kind of sliding uh, bodega door. Yep. Uh, could you give me yes. an awareness and conflict. Okay, awareness, conflict. Woohoo! Yay! Uh, I rolled a six. Uh, with base of six, so that is twelve plus two is fourteen. Okay, that's pretty good. Um, Slam that gate. Nice. Yeah, I'm gonna say with that, you you have like another glance around the locker room, and you remember the sort of big kind of one of those big like gallon no bigger like one of those kind of oil tank kind of uh, uh big barrels just mm-hmm. labeled uh uh balls um and you reach out and grab one of these sort of like small medicine balls that's in there and with near perfect uh throw uh from your you know various years as a pa and also just you know being athletic and cool uh, you perfectly throw this small uh, medicine ball. It bonks off the corner of the uh, uh, bodega gate sort of installation. And just okay. as the Vortisaur steps through, the gate skitters down and traps it inside. Ah. Uh, so now you have one caged Vortisaur. Uh, and just as the gate slams down, almost like the timing was like, unbelievable like someone rolled a six earlier you look at the the gate crashing down um and it's like perfect eye your eye line is just drawn right you, you you see the slam of the gate and you look up uh from that and your eyes are captivated by there's this line that runs across sort of the sky you hadn't noticed it before and there's a shape coming out of the sun and it's so the silhouette is like billowing and like gliding down and it is um really very cool uh and the silhouette as you're at maximum captivation resolves into the silhouette of the corsair and she's ziplining down uh and uh, effortlessly detaches at just the right moment using her carabiner that she, you remember she always has with her because you know her so well. Uh, and she zips down from the zip line at like a parallel line using a bungee that she sort of slung around the, the, the zip line as well. And as she lands perfectly, Riley, I can't remember what the catchphrase you were going to say was. Uh, I land and I say to Carrie, you know, the universe is full of wibbly wobbly, sexy wexy stuff. Yes, yes, and this is when it becomes an anime show and Carrie has, like, fainted, but at the same time, like, giant heart eyes have happened. (laughs) Just nosebleed. Yep. 
Perfect. Yes. The show briefly becomes full anime. And Just all of that a happens. very, very violent nani. There's a, there's like rose exactly. petals floating around the Corsair. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then there's it's, like it's a whoosh a of rose Sailor petals. Moon transformation. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's perfect. And then the whoosh of rose petals returns us back to live action slash podcast. I don't know. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, Corsair, now that you've landed unbelievably awesomely, uh, what are you going to do? Um, I think that was actually a pretty, like, that I, I kind of got two moves out of one last time of, like, getting the zip line and landing and hooking it. So I think I will seed my time now and let it move on to uh, to Susan to do more. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, over to you, Mandy. What would you like to do? I would like to request some help up. <laughs> like, great. Thank Thank you. Thank you, Carrie. Um, if you could uh, help me a little bit, um, kind of uh, tweak my ankle a little bit. If you could uh, maybe maybe help me up as she's just like stumbling and wincing to stand. I'll say uh, we're kind of in free action uh, at the moment as things sort of reset and the Vortosaur is in the cage. So, uh, Carrie, I'll say like you, if you don't, uh, mind i'll say uh, you walk over and offer out a hand and then susan you carrie, take her hand carrie and does mind and just like leaves leave susan to die, <laughs> leave susan to die. i was Sorry. i was okay. gonna ask yeah. if i could like forage for materials around like the gladiator um uh kind okay. of area i thought you we were gonna to for- forage around Su- around susan pickpocket susan and then we'll go on the rest on your date <laughs> and go oh hey look the, f- the third wheel broke her wheel what a shame all right and then- <laughs> oh, i i do want to uh, say it does make sense to me that the gladiator pit would have a first aid kit somewhere nearby see oh, that's yeah. why i i uh, that thank you okay um Sure, you're absolutely right and it is the future so um carrie you see easily there's just you look at, at a glance there's um like a like one of those if you're ever in one of like a like a very cheap first person shooter and you see like a sort of square with a handle on it with like a health symbol on it <laughs> that's just mounted on the wall like that's just there um so you grab that uh and, and you already did that as you ran over to susan I forgot to mention that again. I'm sorry. Uh, and uh, you, you run over with the health pack already and you reach out your hand and you and Susan do a perfect uh, uh, replica of the predator handshake meme uh, and you help her up. Uh, and all of your muscles are just rippling. It's uh, precisely. Very nice. It's, it's great. It's got, it's, it's the predator handshake meme and it's Susan on one side and Carrie on the other. And in the middle, it says chaotic around the doctor. <laughs> And that's what <laughs> yes yes <laughs> i love it vibes love um uh, all right so you have helped susan up i will say uh just the, the bond you know you had mentioned earlier like the the one true currency is friendship and in this moment you're right uh susan your ankle pops back into place there's something about how carrie helps you up that it just it just goes like and it's Hola. it's it feels better it feels the best it's felt since the 1960s like <laughs> or, or since 10,000 BC <laughs> she just kind of like Neither, turns you know. like does like a little like ankle like 
uh, turning it to like uh, testing it and be like, oh. So uh, you got a Vortosaur in a cage. You, uh, Susan, is perfectly healthy again. Uh, Corsair, you've got a sick bungee. Um, what <laughs> is the move? I think you were going to get this thing and just like swing it away. My plan was to to take the bungee that now that Susan has got Susan and Carrie have gotten it in the cage. My plan is to like take the cage with me towards the parking lot to get Perfect. it closer to the target. All right. Could you give me a coordination and transport roll, Riley? Sure. Okay, so I have uh, I have a six on my dice plus my six. So I have twelve total. And that's the six okay. total, not, not a. I didn't roll a six. I I have a total of six. So I have twelve, no magic numbers. Got it. Um, I I'd say I was really just asking to just make sure you didn't get any ones or like a big rock, you know that kind of thing. Um, so you've got the the cable; it's ready to go, and you turn around. Uh, and you, the three of you, mm-hmm. there's like a, a an audience of captivated candroids. <laughs> and they're all standing incredibly impressed. And they're like, and you understand that means thank you for protecting our home. And the candroids work with you using their like one cool claw hand. Uh, and they uh-huh. each along with you guide. Uh, they each use their vecla to uh, help move the big uh, cage match cage back to adaptive parking and like help you along. Love this it. actually, it turns out it's part of the VIP service. They help you take like your prizes and stuff back to your car <laughs> when you're done. So this Amazing. is just like an extended version. Love it. Of that, really. I love They're it like, so oh, much. Thanks. You went above and beyond. You know, we'll go above and beyond. So yeah, uh, you're back in temporal parking. The cage with the Vortisaur is just chilling out there. Um, so Corsair, they, they load the cage onto the top deck of the Esperanza 2, and they set up a system where the next time you're in the vortex, the cage will open and safely release the Vortosaur back in time. Oh, okay. And also give you and Carrie a very cool view for the end of your date. Nice. Um, so it's all worked out pretty perfectly. Uh, and the timing is really excellent for the three of you to have just like a cool final convo in the parking lot, you know? Well, Susan, I, I, I definitely was a little bit uh, thrown off when you arrived, but it does feel like you were a pretty vital part of the, the adventure. And I, I think we all made a pretty good friend today. So this is great. Yeah. And uh, Julia and I definitely learned that if we ever become parents, we would actually do it quite well. Thank you for giving us that experience. That's the parents? I don't. Yeah, <laughs> you were stumbling. You were kind of falling around. She did fix your boo boo, but I, I definitely, I did not see it that way. But I appreciate that's where your head is. I, I, I don't. I just have a a weak ankle. I, I are disabled she people children to you? <laughs> okay, she might be older than both of us. <laughs> well, you know, I um, I'm. I, I feel that you have maybe deserved some honesty here. I know that I uh, came under things. As I mentioned, I thought that uh, someone else would be here. Um, I I thought that I was having, uh, I would be having a different day today. I thought that I would be seeing um, my, my grandfather uh, today. And I was kind of uh, prepared for that and definitely came into uh, this 
with some expectations, even kind of thinking as this uh, went on that maybe um, the the various dangers, if I I stuck around long enough, uh, I mean, the doctor's always there for uh, his his fancies when it comes to people or uh, leave a human in danger long enough, the doctor will be there. And the, like my grandfather would show up and uh, finally talk to me after all this time. Um, And I'm going to be honest, I'm uh, not super fond of the fact that that didn't happen today, but it was a nice reminder that there's things outside of that and there's more that there's more that exists outside of the the doctor and there are things that he there were things that grandfather never showed me that I get to experience on my own so thank you for thank you for today and thank you for helping me um I'm sorry that I uh clearly major major date time a little awkward I think it was quite exciting Susan um I don't think you need to apologize for anything. Also, we're queer women. It's always going to be a little bit awkward. Yeah, it's, you know, something's a little weird sometimes. Sweaty palms. Sweaty palms. I can't lead you directly to the doctor because I feel like they need to take some onus in that. But our TARDIS has a phone number. Your TARDIS has a phone number. I'm sure I could give you the telephonic digits that connect you to him. And maybe you can have time to chat and meet up. I just don't necessarily feel comfortable in facilitating something for someone else. Could I... I I just want to clarify something. So, he's never mentioned me, has he? He doesn't mention a lot of things. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna see how I feel about that. Yeah, and while you're thinking about it, Carrie jots down the number very quickly and folds up the piece of paper and hands it to Susan. You have this, just in case, and you can reach out when you're ready. Or, you can burn it. (laughs) Whatever you need to move on. I appreciate that. And... And next time, if you're going to gate crash our date, I would just ask you to warn us first. We're usually pretty amenable to group activities. Just needs a bit of a heads up, okay? Yeah, you have to uh, understand. I was kind of looking for some drama. Maybe a little bit. It's Carrie. It's it's me. It's Carrie. There there will always be drama. (laughs) That, That you can be promised. And Susan, for what it's worth, I know that you're... Looking for your grandfather, and uh, I, I would often hope that I might find my own father, mother, depending on who they are, out in the world somewhere. You know, they actually passed away, but you know, timelines are where they are. But having met you just for briefly, I think that you are a strong, confident woman who don't need no man. So, you know, you, you say there are things that he never taught you, but the one thing I know about the doctor, uh, as well as my own my own mother, is that. A lot of what you need to learn, you kind of learn for yourself, mucking around the universe and making things better. So maybe that's what your duty is as well. It's 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 funny you say that because uh, the doctor definitely felt that I needed a man. By the way, by the way, to uh, either of you, um, I, I 
I don't know how much you're doing. If the doctor ever uh, decides to lock you out of the TARDIS and tell you this is your home now, um, don't listen to that. Um, especially if you're there with a guy that you've known for three days. Don't entirely know what was going on and why he thought that was a good idea because it was a pretty uh, bad one. Um, yeah, I, and that sounds like I, a red I don't. Flag. I don't mean to be a downer on a date. I hope. I hope this goes well. Um, don't. Uh, if you're gonna. If this goes great and you're gonna settle down, don't do so in the 2150s. I know we've already taken care of the Dalek thing. That seems like it's gonna be a good time. It's gonna be a bad time. It still sucks for a really long I, time after that. I did want you to know this sounds like a very, very specific set of circumstances. So I don't think that's going to happen to either one of us. And I have my own TARDIS that I've, I I use for things. And I the Daleks don't tend to care about me because I didn't piss them off and start a genocide. So they, they you know, tend to be... I mean, I know, didn't start it. I was just kind of there. No, the doctor, I meant. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> you seem interesting. And I think there's, there's, not very, there's not very many time folks out there these days. So I, I hope that our paths cross again and that's... You find what you're looking for, yeah. whether it's the doctor or what you actually need. I think an answer to that time folk question might also be a, a little helpful, but I appreciate that. I know a little bit about it, and I can tell you that it's better than what it would have been. I can send you like a, a wiki <laughs> article about it. It's fine. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. She hands you a pamphlet uh, that <laughs> says, so you're curious about the Time Lords. Um <laughs> So you found out about Time Wars. Uh, uh, <laughs> Susan hands a pamphlet back saying, what is Susan? <laughs> yeah, it's, yes. And it's that you open the pamphlet and it's just one big question mark. And when you look up, <laughs> Susan's gone. <laughs> uh, so the Corsair and Carrie, uh, you head off in uh, the Corsair's TARDIS, the Esperanza 2. Uh, and as you watch from the uh the deck uh you you witness the the cage sort of mechanically open and release the vortisaur back into its native uh, uh back into the vortex it's its native environment and it uh you watch as it finds a flock of its fellow vortisaurs and resumes flying with them um they nudge up close together and are excited to see one of their pod return uh, and they fly off through eternity um leaving the, the two of you on the TARDIS. Everybody's just fighting to get home. Speaking of which, um, I know that you have the TARDIS and the Doctor and Avengers with Tim, but this could also be your home if you wanted it to be. I think I would like that very much. But I don't know if I can leave him right now. Both of I'm, them, actually. I understand. Um, like you said about phones and tortoises, um, mine's always here if you want it. Call me every day. And then when I feel that they're more settled, maybe we could give it a try. But you need to make room for the cat in here, okay? That's that's just God. Hey, I know we've talked Carrie, about this. Carrie, I'm a queer woman, and then she opens a door, and there's just like a huge cat room. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
it's like been secret cat room all the time. <laughs> I want that, totally but I want yeah. like the the fairly odd parents pedestal of like the cat if I had one. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's a the the Corsair bonks on a door and it opens and it's the secondary console room from season fourteen, except it's like felt covered and has that kind of like texture <laughs> and the console's like a big cat tree uh oh and it has a pedestal label on it. Uh, the cat open quotes uh, uh, to be decided. <laughs> uh, There's definitely a climbing tree made out that look that's shaped like a Dalek, and it has like a cool little like thing that like they can climb out on the eye stalk and like look out over the room and survey all that they they own. All the Dalek bumps are little windows, so oh it can gosh, look out upon its yeah. kingdom. <sighs> it can go inside of it. Yes. <laughs> Wait, is it safe to put the ultimate killing machine inside the ultimate killing machine? Because I feel like that's a dangerous combination. No, that's why you do it. That's the... Okay. the, just, okay. the okay. You're just going to eat the... that little squid. Yeah. yeah. That's perfect. <laughs> yeah. Just going to eat that little yeah, squid. The ultimate, natural predator, the ultimate natural predator inside the ultimate uh, <laughs> technological predator. <laughs> Dalek's greatest foe, the cat. Yeah. Um, <laughs> perfect. Uh, and and uh, with that incredible vision of the cat room, I think we uh, watch as the sailing ship of the Corsair's TARDIS uh, f- uh, sails off through the ocean of time. And the last shot is of the Corsair Carrie kissing in silhouette. Perfect. And you see like the visions of the um, the Vortosaurs like following along the ship. Yes! Oh my and, god! And like going like thumbs up, excited about that. <laughs> yeah, it's perfect but that's not the end of the episode um oh Ooh. Mandy, i'm curious what does the interior of susan's tardis look like uh so the interior of susan's tardis is um imagine like the the original doctor's tardis like that that black and white um the the very oh, circular wall fixtures and stuff like that a very Roundles. a very familiar thing but it is the perspective is off um everything is much bigger than it is it is the perspective when you walk into it is if you are four or five years old and everything is big um everything is tall like the the actual console is just at eye height um and you have to kind of like susan has to reach up on her toes in order to hit all the buttons and all of like every uh lever and button on there they're very textural there's even like places where maybe it was initially like a little scratch or like the bumps from like from use they're very exaggerated and that's the kind of way when she uses the tardis it is kind of lifting up and like not really able to actually see what she's feeling, but definitely just feeling around and grabbing that way. Um, And the perspective of someone who, the way that a TARDIS feels to a child, an unearthly child specifically. Oh, that is so cool. Uh, And Susan, you're working the controls of your TARDIS when you hear a crack, the crack of glass shattering and you turn to look at the TARDIS scanner and you see her but you don't see her you see a silhouette a shape 
of an older woman with a strange, ornate crown. The woman you had talked to before you went to Adrenaline Park. And she has a simple question for you, Susan. Why did you let Carrie Vu live? This wasn't the scenario that you told me it was going to be. He wasn't there. I promised you. I promised you the chance to weaken the doctor. That is what I offered you, and you failed me, Susan. He wasn't there. I, w- I was under the impression that he was going to be there. I wasn't just going to let someone die for no reason. No one dies for no reason, Susan. Do you know why he left you? I know why he left you. He thought he thought that I found a home. He wanted me to find a home. And he was wrong, but he tried. <laughs> oh, you were still a child. You were the one thing he couldn't stand to have. A weakness. And now I have you, Susan. And the controls of the TARDIS start to spark and sputter. The central console, the, the column, it cracks as well. There's a fire in the center of your TARDIS console. As, as she laughs and laughs, the laugh of the doctor's greatest foe, the one he hasn't met yet, Morgaine.